Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Episode 107, Yodis B. With me tonight is John. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. And Stu is also here. Hi, Stu. About it, about it. Oh, all right. I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's that's fine. It's fine that you said that. Uh, Clarence is not not here tonight. We're hoping he calls in later. But uh, for anybody who's ever listened to this show before, I would not be holding your breath. Uh. But he is active on Twitter. Clarence is not not real not real dedicated to the podcast in the summertime. Well, really any time, but especially not in the summer. Nope, he's on a summer sabbatical. But we're gonna push through with the three with three of us. Today is all about the trade deadline for the Twins. There were three trades made, not all today, but overall. And I think we just got to break these break these babies down one by one. What do you think? Let's do this thing. X's and O's. Make it happen. All right, let's do this. First thing. Well, I think I think our podcast is known for considered, reasoned analysis, and so I think that's what we should do. Not just make jokes to try to make everybody else laugh. Okay. Okay. Considered, oh, reasoned should, analysis. Should I press pause and we can go do some research? No, absolutely not. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna push through. Okay. Uh, trade one. Uh, we traded Squidward. For one, Adel, Ad, Adalberto Mejia. Al Mejia. Yes. Uh, so that was a trade. Do you guys want to? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's the, that's the analysis you know and love from the Sportive Podcast. It was a good trade. Mm-hmm. Of course it was a good trade. They cashed in and got a top 100 prospect. And this is the Baseball America top 100 list, and there's a bunch of top 100 lists. But Mm -hmm. they cashed in and got a top 100 prospect basically because Ed Nunez had two months where he played better than he is. And now he's he's terrible again. But if if you don't notice that, and the Giants apparently just wanted somebody to back up because all of their other infielders are hurt. hurt on San Francisco, yeah. Yeah. So they just traded for somebody, and... It probably made some sense to them because he can play multiple positions, and you know maybe he's that miraculous guy that finally figured things out after being in the pros for six years. Um, it's also an even numbered year, so the Giants are most likely going to win the World Series. So yeah. it made sense for them to go for it. 
Ed Nunez will have the last laugh when he has a World Series ring this year. That's true. That's very true. Uh, yes, I agree. This was a good trade. Ordinarily, I would say it sounds like uh, Al Mejia. Um, I, I have no idea how to say his name. Have you guys heard at all? Mejia? Me- I think so. That sounds right, but I don't know. Almond Joy. Almond Joy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Me- Mejia would be the would fit with the Spanish pronunciation of all the letters in its name. So we could go with Mejia. 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 Uh, yeah, Bert. Let's go with Bert. Bert Mejia. Bert Mejia. Mm-hmm. So uh, ordinarily, I would say the last thing that the Twins need is a guy who profiles as a number five starter, since we have like 11 of those guys. <laughs> but again... Paul DeVries is still under contract <laughs> just for that very reason. Sam Deduno will be back next year. <laughs> but again, it's Squidward. He's not a very good major yeah. league baseball player. So, uh, and and who knows? You know, I looked up I looked up old Bert, little Bert's uh, statistics, and unless I'm reading wrong, he's still only 23 mm-hmm. and playing in the minor and AAA, which is just good progress in general. He has very solid statistics, four to one strikeout ratio in the uh, in the PCL, which I believe is the Pacific Coast League, which I think is known as a uh, hitters league. Yeah, in the Pacific Coast League, the mound is 85 feet from the plate. <laughs> I don't know why they set it up that way. Flat ground. It's like a continental divide thing, I think. Yeah. They have the to just throw from second base. Something. They get to crow hop, but it's still yeah. from second base. <laughs> there is there is no mound. No mound. <laughs> the ball is a softball. Yes, no gloves allowed. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's very much a hitter's league. So... Mm. I think the initial reaction again was he doesn't throw super hard. Um, he's a big fat guy, so who knows what his conditioning is going to be like. But again, it's a, it's a win for big fat guys. I always love a win for big fat guys. Yeah, yeah I've been missing Vargas since we got this guy. I'm just this is, this is just a big day for stocky fellas or yeah. like every time Sano gains another five pounds, I'm just thrilled. <laughs> there's been a Jose Maharis sized hole in my heart since he left, so I'm glad we've. <laughs> We filled it. That's, you might you might want to get that looked at. That's a yeah. awfully large hole for a very important organ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, very true. But but uh, this isn't like a Greg Gagne sized hole no. where you could probably you you can live a long and fruitful life with that kind of hole in your heart. It's not a spud web hole. hole in your heart. Yeah, that's that's you're gonna need surgery. <laughs> yep, I'll get it. I'll I will get that checked out. Uh, yeah. Uh, but again, I mean, so so what if he pro- profiles as a number four or five starter? I think that would be perfectly fine. And things have gotten so fine. bad recently that uh, it's no laughing matter to have a legit number four or five starter on this team. Like, we could use one of those Correct. guys. Yeah, given given the Twins' history of paying upwards of $15 million per year for guys who are number five starters, I'd much rather have a guy who's young and a number, five, number starter. five starter. Yes, so this trade is three thumbs up. A sportive podcast yep. threesome thumbs up. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, given that we were all pretty excited when they flipped Sam Fold, who's terrible, for Tommy Malone, who's also terrible, but was a pitcher instead of a hitter, this is like that, but way better. Yes. Agreed. So, Bert Mejia. Bert Mejia. 
we're all for you. Okay, do you want to move on to trade number two? Let's do it. Fernando Abad mm -hmm. was traded for Patty Light. And again, I, 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 does anyone know anything about Pat Light? Uh, we know that he strikes out a shitload of guys and walks a shitload of guys in AAA. So and Jim Hoey, basically. Well, it's Jim Hoey. Let's not let's not say things we can't take back, Stu. Okay, well, let's just say I, I'm 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 still good with the trade because it was Fernando Abad who he was a free agent minor league pickup, yeah. and we got uh, yeah, yeah we great. got a player. Yeah, we got any player form. So I'm again. I think that's two for two on this end so far. Had had they traded a bod for a hundred thousand dollars, you would have been like, yeah, it's not a bad deal. Actually, <laughs> what you would have said is that's not a bod deal because oh yeah, because yeah, we love our everybody here. had to say. Seven minutes before we made the actually we yep. thirty seconds within this segment before you made that joke, John. Yeah, there's no way to avoid it. It's just better to get it out there and mm -hmm. let it let it fail. It's like the Fernando Abad of jokes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Man. Well, he was actually good this year. You really doubled oh, yeah, down that's on right. that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So he's 25. So he's not. He's not an absolute bust just yet. Um, so the Twins they they seem to be really focusing on trading for guys who could throw 100 miles an hour, but the problem is the ball lands in the second deck when they try. Yep, they've just decided they're yep. again the ditch to ditch management of this organization is hilarious. They refuse yep. to sign anybody who threw more than eighty six miles an hour for a full decade. And now they're like, <laughs> fuck it. These guys want fireballers. We're gonna we're, give it to them. We're signing everyone the baseball equivalent of Rex Grossman. We're just, <laughs> yeah, anyone will chuck at seventy five yards. <laughs> That's all yep. we're doing. Yeah. If he and can't, I, if he can't uh, from flat-footed throw the ball from the center field fence to home plate, we don't want him. Not interested. <laughs> don't care if he knows how to pitch. Yeah, ditch to ditch is a very apt metaphor, Brandon. It's, it's <laughs> such a, a such a sea change of what we you know grown to expect from how the team is built. You know, let let the guys pick him up out in the field. They'll throw eighty-three miles per hour slop. It doesn't matter. And you know, now they're all hundred and one, hundred and two mile per hour fireballers who have. You know, everyone has to sign a waiver if they're sitting, you know, anywhere yep. near home plate. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also appropriate because these guys are trying to keep the ball in between the dugouts when they're throwing it. So, it's sort yeah. of a dugout to dugout pitching style. Yep. So, he, uh, he's he been in the minors for his whole career. I don't know if he's made much of a – I'm not really seeing a whole lot of major league experience here yet. So, uh, so he's younger. They've got him under contract for a while. There's – most likely a, I don't know, 5% chance he figures it out, 8% chance. I mean, he's 25. He's walked people like crazy forever. Yeah, it, there's not great odds. But even that, I don't give a shit. That's totally fine. It's Fernando Abad. Mm -hmm. And it seems to me, is it fair to say that they either, well, I guess there's two ways to look at the first two trades for Nunez and Abad were both, legitimate decent pros this year uh either they don't think they're that close to contending so they don't need guys like that as filler for next year or they just completely were non-believers in either of these guys keeping it up for very long and they decided to sell high i think if we want to be optimistic it's the latter that they just knew that these guys are not going to be part of the a future 
But there's also a possibility that they're like, next year is not the year for us at all. So these guys are useless. They're going to take us from 78 to 79 wins next year or whatever. I, I, why you got to look on the downside right now, Brandon? <laughs> I, you asked me to be a reasoned professional. No, that's not what we do. I was joking. <laughs> of course I was. Mostly I just wanted to make Dave mad. That's good. He's mad anyway. He is mad. He's very True, angry. But he likes reason analysis, and I wanted to instead just make fart noises to anger him. Yeah. Well, we have been doing that. So uh, so this, again, yeah. uh, I would say a thumbs kind of up. I mean, good, but it's not going to light the world on fire. But, uh, you know, I guess if you're going to trade a bod. It's not going to light is... the world on fire. Oh, my God. There it is. Oh, Jesus Christ. If Fuck. he's good, will he be lights out? <sighs> Thank God we're not recording. Yeah. I'm practicing my dad jokes. It's coming up soon. Oh, boy. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Um, so that's that trade. Mm-hmm. Feels like a light at the end of the tunnel. <clears throat> yeah, you guys are so angry, and yet I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, and the next one we traded yep. Rocky Nabisco and Al Meyer for anything. It doesn't matter what else is on the end of that trade for Hector for Uncle Heck, Uncle Hector Santiago, Hector Santiago. Hector and that Santiago one... is supposed to be a pitcher, right? Yes, he is a pitcher. There's no way Hector Santiago isn't a 39 year old catcher. Mexican league, yeah, it's a it's a no, it's a fantastic a, name, great name. Mm-hmm. He's a twenty eight year old starting pitcher who's been really good like the last six weeks. I think. Yes, was he like really really good? Like six and zero with like a one point eight ERA. He's been on a run. He has definitely yeah. been on a run. Uh, but I they... know nothing else about him beyond that. That's there's my analysis of the Hector Santiago. All right. So your Hector analysis Sonny. is that he's been good for six weeks. John's analysis yeah. is that he does not know who he is. He might be a catcher. <laughs> Has a great name. Has isn't, a 39-year-old catcher name. Isn't the real interesting part here is that the Twins basically just said, ah, fuck it, the Alex, Alex Meyer. That's true. Very but true. That is, he, hasn't, he hasn't pitched in like, since like, Shit, Easter. I mean, it's it's been he's been on the shelf for a while now, and I think it's shoulder or something, something with an arm. Let's say shoulder, but maybe arm. Um, I'm I don't know. I'm looking up to see what his injury was. This is what the people tune in for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Me I'm not looking up googling. <laughs> well, while you're googling, you, stuff, his major league ERA is fourteen point two one. I can tell you that. Okay, that's Between bad. Is one I'll give you- this year. While you're looking up stuff, I'm going to give you a couple of Hector Santiago stats that I looked up. Oh, great. Last year, Hector Santiago led the American League in home runs allowed. Ooh. This year, he is leading the league in walks. And not like the good side, like he's walked two people. Oh. He's walked 57 guys. Oh, my God. That's uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Well, that's bad. 
So he's basically yeah, Phil Hughes with no control. Correct. So, so we basically swapped him for Rocky Nabisco. True. So there's no that's that's a wash, you know. Yeah, it's I, a little. I mean, he's a younger, cheaper version of Rocky Nabisco. Except he's not cheaper because the Twins are paying Rocky all of his salary this season and then $4 million next season. Yeah, so the money barely even makes sense. Plus, we shouldn't even, as fans, not even that concerned about the money. There's, again, no salary cap, and we've got plenty of room. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. This was odd because uh, we we have a lot of friends who are twins, writers, and, and whatever, and I was... I'm sure like like many of you trying to work today and try to keep up on Twitter in between meetings and it sounded immediately when when the trade was announced that oh my god the twins completely just ripped off the angels. So it was confusing. I thought maybe this other guy that they threw in this minor leaguer was maybe the reason that that was so incredible, but he's not much of anything either. He's a 25-year-old just got to AAA, not great statistics guy so i think the the initial news was we thought that we got somebody to take his full contract is that why we thought this was a huge deal at the very beginning or or was i misreading i think i think that might be true because every the the one tweet i saw was john bonus saying are the angels drunk which would make sense if the angels had taken his whole contract yep but given that the angels basically don't have to pay him anything it's not really a big deal for them. They're just they're getting mocked everybody but the dog, and they're getting in Rocky Nabisco, who gives up forty five hits every three starts. Right. Yep. So they're getting a guy who's worse than than the guy they gave up, and in addition, they're they're picking up Alex Meyer, who I don't know if I necessarily blame an organization for thinking. The Twins don't know how to develop pitchers. This guy had a ton of potential. He's worth a flyer. So I don't see how this is... I mean, it's Hector It's Hector Santiago that they gave up. So I don't see how this is an unbelievably bad move for them. I mean, he's... Yeah, he's had a few good starts. He seems to be a like an okay whip of 1.3 to 1.4 his entire career. He is who he is type guy. Yeah. Um, FIP of... 4.7, 4.4, 4.3, 4.75. So he he is basically Rocky Nabisco, but a couple years younger. Which, again, if you're Rocky Nabisco, it doesn't really matter what your age is. You're just not very good at baseball. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to figure it out at age 29. Stranger things have happened, but that's pretty rare. He seems to be pretty well set into being a borderline number five starter, I suppose. So... It's a fine trade, I think, for the Twins, but it's also one of those, like, were they both just doing this because they're bored? Like, both the organizations. Like, this is like trading flex players in your fantasy football league, right? Like, eh, I don't know. Want to trade? Yeah, sure. I mean, they basically just traded the same players back and forth and hoping that one of them gets lucky, right? Yep. Yeah. The Angels are hoping that Alex Meyer, you know gets healthy and becomes the, you know, what he was like a top 50 baseball America prospect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I assume they hope that that's something that they can do something with. And the twins are hoping this Santiago guy can become, you know, a decent mid rotation option. 
Yes. Probably. That's, I think, the two things that they're banking on. And maybe you get a decent bullpen arm out of uh, Rod Blagojevich. Rod Blagojevich. Senator from Illinois who's currently in jail. (laughs) He's in the the Illinois Penal League. Exactly. He's in the IPL. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys... Do you guys want to reminisce for just a second? Always. With Alex Meyer. Remember the time that the Twins traded both of their center fielders for pitching prospects? Uh-huh. Yeah. And those pitching prospects were Vance Warlees, who I think the Twins DFA'd partway through the year. Uh-huh. And there was Trevor May, who they moved to the bullpen, and has he has been terrible there this year. Yeah. He's thrown like and seven good Alex innings. Meyer, who never really pitched in the majors for him. And while they were doing all that, while those guys were basically not pitching for the Twins, they started Danny Santana a million games in center, Jordan Schaefer out there, Darren Mastrani, who's not a Major League Baseball player, they started out there. They started Sam Fold for half a season. Cleet Thomas started out there. Alex Presley started out there. Jason Bartlett Bartlett started a Major League game in center field. Kubel probably. Probably Kubes. Yep. I'm sure he was out there I at some Kubel point. I think Kubel probably played center field. I think Kadair played center field at some point that, of during that during that stretch. So I I I think that that was a Terry Ryan thing, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. And so one more time, I'd like to heap scoring upon Terry Ryan for being a moron. And they and they cleared out room for Aaron Hicks, and then traded him yep. for John Ryan Murphy. And yep. a trade that made both teams worse. Somehow. <laughs> the, <laughs> classic, the classic trade that makes both teams angry. <laughs> yeah, it actually is a good thing to think about when you when your team makes a trade is to immediately go to the opposing team's SB Nation site or you know whatever the yeah. most popular one is and find out what oh, the God. opposing team's Yankee think. fans who are always filled with rage because they live in New York and never sleep. Um, are just so angry about Aaron Hicks. They just, they hate him so, so much. I mean, he started out this season like one for 50 or something, right? Yeah. Don't fact check me, Wade. I'm going to go with one for 50. No, I think he was one for 50. Then things got bad. (laughs) Then then, Then it went downhill from there. Then the bottom dropped out. Uh, I just Mm -hmm. looked up Aaron Hicks. This is obviously the podcast, if anybody's curious. We just Google things and then report them. We're <laughs> I actually have been on baseball reference all day long. So thank you, Hans, for your great service. Mm-hmm. Great You're a, a true patriot and a hero. Uh, Aaron Hicks OPS plus this year is 45. Four five. <laughs> Which oh, represents an Even I know that's bad. <laughs> his, uh, his OPS, standard OPS, is 538. 538. The silver line. Vargas has a higher slugging right now, I think, than uh, than his OPS. So enjoy him. Enjoy him, cool. New York. Our guy is just as bad. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. we have minus five catchers. <laughs> in <our> <laughs> <system>. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that didn't work out. But I did. So speaking of other... Um, Looking up the other team's reaction, I did read a guy about the Nunez for uh, for Bert for Lil Bert, 
And they were not happy about it at all. They said, Nunez, eh, he kind of sucks. I mean, he's fine for what he is, but he's probably not going to be great. And this guy could even potentially become, again, a four or five starter. Is There's still some worth there. Places under contract, yada, yada, yada. So, so that one made me feel a little bit better. I have not been able to look. I don't really think anybody actually even cares about uh, a bod for uh, Patty Light, but... I have not been able to look up an Angels blog for the... Should we do that? Should we all just silently look up the SB Nation and, and read it quietly and then talk in 10 minutes? Will that make D- Dave angry, John? Uh, I think Dave will be angry if we don't do any research. Okay, okay. So we won't do any research. I have to assume that they're just sort of shrugging their shoulders. I mean, there's really... It seemed like a really big trade at the very beginning, and the more we think about it, at least for me, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, ah, well, mm, okay. I mean, I'm fine with it because I don't care about Rocky Nabisco, but uh, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath for for Uncle Heck to figure it out. So, so right, I looked up what I looked up what Halo's heaven about the trade, and they said, just what we need is more pitching that'll be painful, right? Mm. Nolasco is signed through 2017, so perhaps the Angels have really written off next year. Mm, okay, they should. I Boy, think they're they're terrible. They don't right? seem they don't seem that excited, but they also don't seem that angry. Yeah, just just swapping knuckleheads. Yep. So overall, they right, gave the good. the Twins gave up two. Okay, pros in Squidward and Abad, and then two knuckleheads for maybe something someday, right? I mean, a lot of pitching, a lot of pitching coming in. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And that's it for our three trades. Well, there could, there, I think the main disappointment I got was that there should have been more trades. There you were so many. Trades. Very tradable guys. Like Kurt Suzuki is, I mean, he's hitting fine. He's hitting, what, 280 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he had a double again tonight or two doubles or something like that. And it's it's not terrible. I he, He's good. And a bunch of teams wanted catchers. And you'd think uh, that no, about 2 o'clock. Nobody wanted Suzuki. Well, nobody wanted Suzuki, but some people were getting desperate. You would think um, they could have given him away. Not desperate enough to get a catcher who can't throw anybody out. That's, I think, that, that's actually a, like a, an actual thing that was said by somebody. I don't, it might have been Doogie or somebody else. But yeah, there's a, there was no market for him. All right. But the, most, mostly I'm just disappointed they didn't give away more guys. I'm with you. I think that makes sense. Yeah. But I also, the one, the one exception I would say is. I suppose I'm fine with Suzuki when I look at the uh, horseshit pile of catchers, and I use sarcastic. They don't have anyone else to throw out there. for next year. I mean, it, for the rest of this year and for next year, I mean, there's legitimately nobody. So I don't know what they were going to do. Again, I am I am a, a huge pessimist with the Twins. I don't see them competing next year at all. But it's okay to at least have like a guy who's. Sort of close to being a legitimate a, major a league player. A streaky hitter is their best option. Is someone who might hit well for about like you know five six weeks. It hasn't thrown anybody out since like two thousand nine. No. That's our best. Yeah. That's I our mean, be- our only hope. Their, I mean, it's, and it's not even a contest. No, far and away their best catching option. I'm gonna throw up. 
I'm gonna puke. Yeah, it's 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 gross. It's really gross. Really, really gross. So, but I am I am bummed. Obviously, that there wasn't a market for them. It seems that they made enough trades here that I don't. I'm not going to accuse them of not trying. You know, I have yep. in the years past when no, Terry Ryan's active. like, "Hey, yeah, I, we haven't gotten any calls yet." And we've always been. Person would say they did okay. Yeah, but we used to when when Terry Ryan used to be like, "We haven't heard from anybody." We had to keep reminding him, like, "Hey, the phone works both ways." You're allowed. Yeah, it's, it's, this does make outgoing call, calls. Plug the phone in. Second of all, <laughs> you should not be renting a phone from the phone company anymore. They're they're very cheap. Third, you need a you need a touchstone phone to work on today's phone networks. The the pulse dial doesn't work anymore. No, yeah, they, they've updated the whole systems. So yep. I'm not going to accuse them of doing that. So that makes me feel a little bit better about that. I but I'm with you, John. I wish they would have found a taker for Suzuki. I wish they would have found a taker for Santana. Obviously, Kinsler, I still don't even know who, what his first name is, so there probably wasn't a huge market for him. Um, I think these guys probably just were a lot less valuable than we were yeah. hoping. I, be, I bet they, they could were. probably move Suzuki in August. I think he could probably clear waivers if I had to guess. Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy that's like, yeah, fuck, take him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe they get something at some point for him, but... Uh, yeah, I you know I wish they would have gone full on yard sale, but uh, they probably tried. I don't know. Does this oh, change the outlook me. of of next year to you in terms of what the Twins are thinking? Uh, no, because I I think it's correct in saying that the only guy who signed for next year is Nolasco. And getting rid of him is a positive move no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they and didn't go full rebuild. Just, no. And Santiago they can get rid of, I think, right? I mean, if he's it's a team option for next year, I think. I think that might be right, yeah. So I mean if he's a bust, they don't have to, you know, eat, you know, five million bucks for whatever. So and I again and again they have the money. They can for yeah, sure. Exactly. Do they it's need not, to. Yeah, it's right. But they can put yeah. they can put that money to better use elsewhere if they decide to do that. Right. So add in another tequila bar out in center field, maybe or something, or mm, mm-hmm. maybe a nightclub. How about a bowling alley? Uh, you, you laugh, but I can see that happening. I can certainly see. I totally can see them like putting a whirly ball court in somewhere. <laughs> uh, so um, it is funny though. Like, there is nothing better as a professional than to take over a job when the guy before you was the biggest dumb shit on the planet. Like we're feeling pretty good about the job Rob Anthony did today, even though they actually were just all kind of basic moves. I think everybody's like, Oh yes, we're back in the game, baby. We got our guy. I mean, basic competence, basic competence is what we saw today. Big improvement. for the twins. Yeah, we are just, oh, man, doing cartwheels to my car on the way home because I was so excited they didn't completely fuck up everything that they did for once. So way to go, Rob. Way to not be Terry Ryan. But I don't know if this, and I hope to God this doesn't change the outlook that he should not be GM uh, in the future, but uh, I don't know. You never know. I'm not going to put anything past the Polats. No, they'll... Things will things will be strange. 
Things will be um, what, what What's funny is that um, in they did all of this, and then they probably had their best game of the season to follow it up. Yeah, the guys are just so, so jazzed about the moves. Especially if you're interested in how the future is going to be. So, I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, you, you want to get excited about the future, watch the highlights and watch Matt K- Max Kepler at 14 home runs. <laughs> and the one veteran who's going to be here forever, Joe Maurer, went like five for six or something like that. So. Yeah. And, and Berrios um, started rough and then quality start. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, I saw that he had uh, six innings pitched, three earned runs, mm-hmm. and four ba- four hits, no walks. So basically, three mm-hmm. of the four base runners scored. If I'm unless he hit a couple guys yeah. or something. He had a, yeah, I was a first inning was not friendly to him, but so that's just bad luck. I mean, on average, if you look at how many base runners a, a pitcher gives up versus his runs, he's not going to give up seventy five percent of his base runners for runs. Usually, it's less than half. So. That, to me, if you want to take a quick glance at a box score and find out how the guy really pitched, is usually, like, mm-hmm. if I haven't been able to watch the game, that's a nice little shorthand of, like, was he actually, did he deserve his 4.5 year today? And it didn't, again, box score-wise, it didn't seem like it. So so what happened was unlike it... His, uh, unlike his manager, he settled the fuck down. He just you know, did <laughs> you know, what he needed to do. And uh, think of... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Polanco, who I don't think any of us are super high on, had like five triples or something. It was just oh, a boy. really good game for the... Where was Polanco playing today? Was he at short? Um, John? I, Let's, I say short. Let's say short. Yeah, just without looking up a box without score. looking up a box score. Anything broadly like that, right? simple like that. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to do with Polanco if you want to play him. I, he I seems know. like a pretty good offensive player, but... Uh, it doesn't seem to me nobody has even entertained the idea of trading Dozier. So where else are you going to put Polanco? Obviously, third base is is full. Yeah, you're not going to put him at third. I mean, I say this with the caveat that they played Nunez at third base how many times. Right. But you're not going to put Polanco at third base. He can't hit enough to play third base. Exactly. So it's second base or bust for him. And it's a tough spot, too, because it's not like he's a good enough second baseman where you're going to get a ton of value for him if you wanted to try to trade him. Young, team-controlled, etc., but he's not like doesn't have a high ceiling. He reminds me of like a Danny Valencia. They're like, mm, yeah, he could be okay. if he. Yeah. Not a great example because I know Valencia has really turned his career around. But um, So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not super high on Polanco, but it just seems more of like tough luck than anything for him being in the organization right now. I don't know what they're going to do. Again, it's the Twins. Who the fuck knows? They might uh, might put him at uh, first base or 
Put them on the mound or something, for all I know. Yep. They try to turn them into a shortstop. That always yeah. works. Going, going, <laughs> moving up the defensive spectrum is a thing people do, right? Yeah, exactly. Like there have been a lot of left fielders who've become great center fielders, and a lot of guys who've converted to being catchers and been awesome. And... Yeah, it's like they nobody has ever thought of the putting him at shortstop. Like, oh shit, have you ever thought about playing the hardest position? No. Actually, now that we're talking about huh. it, has anyone ever considered making him a catcher? Because this could solve a lot of problems. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think anybody's ever considered taking a guy and just teaching them how to catch. I mean, what's so hard about it? You're just it's, squatting. Yeah. It's like sitting. This could work. Yeah. We're really onto something here. This is the this is this is the analysis yep. our listeners are here for. That and Googling. And our nicknames. And our made up nicknames. Um so yes, today was Max Kepler's coming out party. Three home runs. It's amazing. I don't think anybody saw this coming at all, his power. So, man, future's bright, Max. We're with you. Um, but on the other side of promise and happiness, uh, uh, Byron Buxton's hurt again, right, for like the 40th time this season? He um, was actually available in tonight's game. But he didn't play. He did not play. There was an, obviously they were they were they won twelve to five. Did so not need no, him. There was no need for him. Although they're almost, I think, a Santana like kind of tweaked his leg, but he stayed in the game. Well, I just am a little nervous. I continue to be a little nervous uh, about our guy Byron, how injured he is at all times. Not like he's you know not not tough enough or something. I just wonder if it's the style of play or body type or something. I don't want him to be one of those guys that's just hurt for 30 games every year. Because they've all been kind of little nagging injuries, right? Little things here and there. It's not been like a... I don't know. days. Sorry, John, you cut out there. What's that? It's always like, oh, he's got a sore hamstring. He'll be out for four days. Yep, yep. Every other week, just a sore hammy. Yeah, no fun. Okay, uh, are we done with Twins Talk? Do you guys have anything else to add? I think we hit everything, didn't we? John? I'm happy. I'm happy with what okay. we've done here. Yes. Okay, great. Now let's get on to the main event. The Minnesota Vikings are back in training oh, camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh. Your cute little podcast do that, Arif Hassan? Think not. <laughs> oh. oh, boy, that was painful. Yikes. <laughs> not good. Uh, okay, anyway, we do we do like the Vikings and we care about them. Is there any early chatter from the from the training camp? I know you guys you guys are actually calling from, from Cato right now, right? Yep. You've both been down We're, there. We've been at at every open practice and some of the closed ones because we don't respect the media rules. No. Uh, no. It's our two-a-days, too. <laughs> two, yes. Two sessions of of grown men get, seeking autographs. That's your two-a-day, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's been very fun. But what is the... So the, the biggest news that I've heard so far is Phil Lodeholt retired. Is that true? Yeah, he just straight yeah. up retired. Yeah. Just And good for him. Just ghosted. You can't... 
you can't help but feel good about anybody who retires before they're dead <laughs> when it comes to football. I just, he's 400 pounds and he had a torn Achilles. I mean, that's, that just can't be easy. There's just no, there's no shortcut, I think, yeah. to get him back from that. Yeah. Hey, Phil, why don't you rehab your knee? Oh, by the way, every time you go up the shortest flight of stairs, it's going to be the most painful thing you'll do all year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Get out of here, Phil. Good for you. Good for you. But it does mean that Andre Smith is definitely going to be the right tackle next year. And that TJ Clemens is one one boo-boo away from playing many, many times again this year, which is... All your eggs. You're sort of shortchanging the beef again here, John. <laughs> John, it's tough. Why? Every goddamn episode, you shortchange the beef. We got Willie. We got Willie Beavers waiting in the wings. He can play any position. Yeah. Um, badly, but he can play any position. <laughs> he knows where to line up. Draft, is what we're saying. He knows yeah. where in the field he should be standing. He knows which one is left tackle and which one is left guard. <laughs> yeah, he does the hand where he puts the L's that's up. Just, he does that. Correctly does that every time. Skill. No one stares over a crumpled quarterback better with his hands on his hips than Willie Beavers. And Bill and, Beavers. Uh, Yep. Yeah. So, so. Um, yeah, I, that's all I, I, that's all I know is that Phil Lodeholt retired. Nobody's out for the season. Um, Cordero Patterson got hurt, but he's not going to be hurt long. And like Peterson tweaked his hamstring, which is, you know, whatever. Oh, I also was reading that LeBron treadmill got in a, a little kerfuffle. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Football I didn't fight. know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With some player. On the team, whose name is not something I know. That's who you got to play with. Xavier Rhodes? It is not. I saw the name, and it did not register, although we're in the trust tree here. I know, like, seven players on the defense. (laughs) So so it could have been a starter. First of all, I want to say, first of all, I want to say that every time I see Laquan Treadwell's name in the paper, and I call him LeBron Treadmill in my head. I laugh every yeah. single time. Yeah. Okay, we, okay, time out. Hold on. Stop the show. We got to do a stop the show here. Oh, my God. All right. Breaking news. It's a, no, it's fine. We totally we got to talk about Taylor Heineke. Oh. We have to talk about Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke was the Vikings, like, um, he was their young backup, not not the Sean Hill, but their uh, their like you know young backup option for if when you know Teddy gets killed by Matt Khalil. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he's like out for the next two to three months because he was trying to break into his own apartment. <laughs> he broke his leg trying to his ankle, <laughs> trying to kick a door in. Well, that's what his. So he that was his method to break into a. Is to go like action hero on a door? <laughs> Please allow me to look this up on the internet because I I I can't believe I, I was gonna I had meant to. Which look. which part of his leg did he break? Um, it's a. <laughs> there are so many fault. other ways to get inside a house, or just don't get in. Was it was like yeah. Was it on fire and like his cat okay. was inside the apartment and needed to? The official story is he severed severed a tendon in his foot while kicking in a window in an effort to help a friend get back into his apartment. Jesus, not even his own apartment. 
Yeah, his friend's apartment. His friend should feel really bad about this. What is the? If you're his friend and you're like, listen, you're a professional football player who's sort of teetering on the edge of being replaced. Mm -hmm. Why don't you kick in the window instead of me? Perfect time for you to risk physical injury, Taylor. To be fair, John, you know who is his competition for the third quarterback slot? Uh, John David Booty. No, no, it's better. This will make we're going to make Dave angry here by mentioning this person's name. Oh no, a gopher. No, nope, uh, worse. Joel Stave. Oh. So now Joel Stave is going to be on the Joel roster. The Badgers win again. Number three quarterback oh. right now. God damn Cancel it. season. God. Shut it all down. Damn Teddy it. gets flattened. And then Sean Hill, 47-year-old Sean Hill, like, you know. Limps out, drives a golf cart onto the field. And they tell him he can't use it. <laughs> he goes out to his mailbox and gets smothered by AARP magazines. <laughs> just an <laughs> Joel Stave is and an avalanche of offers for diabetes medication. I was, I was Boner uh, pills. scanning Twitter on, like, I think it was Saturday. There was practice going on. I don't know if it was either Arif Hassan or uh, Andrew Kramer. Just talking about Stave. Another, another overthrow by Stave. Another overthrow by Stave. Like, literally, just a string of tweets of Joel Stave missing everybody. Oh. So, it's... Uh, the quarterback... Anyone who complains about Teddy Bridgewater is a goddamn idiot to begin with. But, oh, my God. If he gets hurt... You have reaped your fucking whirlwind, assholes. Yeah, Jesus. I'm still hoping to God that this. Who's the who's our savior on for the who's the coach? What's his name? Tony. Uh, Tony Siragusa. Tony Siragusa is going to be the the savior of this organization <laughs> because yeah, defense will be good. Just keep Teddy alive and Andre Harris and Mike something or other. And the Beave are going to be, yeah, Wally Beavers going to coach him up. Wally Beavers. This leads to all of us talking like Tony Soprano and his crew. I think this is a positive move for the Vikings. <laughs> Tough to beat, Tone. Hey, Gabagool, huh? <laughs> oh, hey, Stu, is that your New York accent? <laughs> yeah, so I'd like you to continue going because I'm pretty sure you're going to end up with a Central Minnesota accent. Gabagool, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, real tough beat. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah. Why don't you forget about it, huh? <laughs> well, why don't you just get out of here? <laughs> Do you guys want to know my favorite game that you guys hate playing? Do you want to guess the over and under in Vegas right now of the uh, Vikings wins? Nope. Come on. All right, it's ten and a half. Jesus, it can't be ten and a half. That's aggressive, Jonathan. That is Eight aggressive. And a half would be my guess. All right, you guys split the difference. Put your hands together. It's nine and a half wins. Nine and a half wins is uh, pretty solid. That's they think they're going to be good. That's what that means. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Do they know about Stave? This was this was pre Stave. This was pre Heineke uh, trying to punch his face through a window. Hey, I saw this on Walker Texas Ranger. Hold this will be easy. Oh my God! Is this real glass? I thought <laughs> it was breakaway. It's tougher to break wood blocks. <sighs> well, that's our Vikings well, update. That's our uh, that's our early chatter. We'll be back every week with a new update. Hopefully, they continue to do dumb shit that we can laugh at because that's I think that's really our sweet spot. I thought I honestly thought earlier this summer that this might be the year where I finally managed to not pay any attention to the Vikings. And like just all be like, year? You know what? Yeah, I'm just not going to let them bother me this year. And 
now I find myself thinking about the Vikings at times, like during work and stuff. Like, hmm, I wonder what they'll. I wonder how good they'll be. I wonder if they'll run more shotgun and that, and sort of build around Teddy instead of yeah. instead of building around AP. Maybe that would be better. You know that wonder, Sullivan's you know, a real leader on the front line. Everybody keeps saying good things about LeBron Treadmill. Uh, maybe. <laughs> The combination of him and Diggs probably wouldn't be so bad. It seems to make uh, sense. I got to think Rudolph is going to be healthy this year. Fantastic. It, it's a recipe for disaster. And Yeah, you're so fucked, John. I know. Why do I do this? Why? Why do you do this? Do you want to move on to happier times? Besides you continuing yes. to talk yourself into... Into a team that I know will inevitably ruin my fall. Yep, yep. Uh, do you want to laugh... At uh, well, we've so we've been away for a couple weeks, and uh, one thing that we missed during our uh, our collective sabbatical, we all went on. We should, you know, no one really cares about our personal lives, but we did all go on vacation together. The yep. four of us, <laughs> we do this every year. The four of us go down to Cancun, Trust Falls, Trust Falls, line. got on the banana yep. boat together. It's different than the sport of retreat. This is just a sport of vacation. This is a sport of vacation. We're really working on stuff. It's, yeah, we're, yes. like, we're planning out the year. The breakout we're doing a lot of research. Are good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's working? Vacation, what's not? Just time to get away. What countries download us the most? Let's really talk to Argentina more this year. We got to get in that market. Yep. A lot of international expansion talk at the retreat. But really, this is a vacation time for us to go clear our heads and uh, and really just enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did that. Felt great. Feel totally refreshed. But we one thing we missed was uh, maybe one of the funnier uh, ten- temper tantrums I've read in a while by the name of uh, Chris Sale. So. Uh, I reference Will Leach a lot. He's one of my favorite writers, the guy that started Deadspin. Now he writes for Sports on Earth. And uh, he has said in the past, he used to work uh, as like a beat reporter, and he's interviewed athletes in every sport. And he always claimed that the dumbest athletes were baseball players. And I took offense to that because I was a baseball player. And I was like, come on, give me a break. All these other sports, these guys are way more coddled from a young age because there's so much more glory in football, basketball, and in Minnesota hockey, but uh, that can't be possible. Uh, I am now starting to believe that Will was correct because this was one of the stupider things I've ever heard. He didn't like, he didn't feel comfortable in uh, uniform, and he decided to completely ruin uh, what I have to imagine is thousands of dollars of jerseys just so he didn't have to pitch in them. Yep. It's it's amazing that a grown man we we should remember at this point that Chris Sale was the guy who when the White Sox said Adam LaRoche can no longer bring his thirteen year old kid to the locker room every day, it was Chris Sale who publicly said this thirteen year old boy is a leader in our clubhouse. <laughs> Yeah, we he, will be worse without him. He admitted to a person into a microphone that had pressed record that I am being led mentally by a 13-year-old. By by a 7th grader. By a 7th grader, by the way, not, a homeschooled 7th grader who wasn't even in school at the time. He just got pulled out of school. This is his leader. This is the guy that he looks up so, to. So keep in mind, that's who Chris Sale is. Yeah. So the White Sox... <laughs> Playing a promotion. They say, we're going to wear throwbacks, and we're going to wear ugly throwbacks from the 70s, and it's going to be kind of funny, and everybody's going to be nostalgic for when they were young. And yeah, they, they have planted... Have to, these uniforms yeah. have collars on them, like a like a short-sleeve polo shirt type of situation. Super dorky. 
yeah, planned it months in advance, and the day of Chris Sale decides he doesn't like pitching in them, and mm-hmm. usually the starting pitcher gets to pick the jersey and says, we're not wearing them. Mm-hmm. And the coach and the, the general manager quite rightly say, uh, Chris, you're, you're going to wear the jersey. This has been planned. You don't have a choice today. So what would you do in that situation? Well, um, Boy, as someone who has watched Project Runway, I would listen to Tim Gunn and just say, make it work, which is what Chris Sale did. <laughs> make it work. Make it work, Make it work, you. Chris Sale. Yep. Now, you just got to make it work. What would, a, what would a 13-year-old do in that situation? Exactly what Chris Sale did. He went to the locker room and cut them all up in a petulant fit of whininess. And yes. still, to me, the cherry on top was afterward, after he had clearly just gone into some sort of meltdown mode. He again went to reporters who had pressed record on their devices and made the point that he was upset that the team was more interested in making money than winning a game. He was judging the front office and the PR department for trying to sell tickets to a baseball game. I'm wondering what he thinks the value of his sport is without fans. Because it is basically just your regular old dart league down at the bar without fans. Like, it's just a sport. Yep. It's just a game. Like, it has the same validity as my town ball team that I play in. The difference between me and him is the 40,000 people that pay to watch him play. So, yes, they are more interested in making money than winning games. That's the whole business of baseball. Yeah, they want to win games so they can make money. It's yes, that's the whole point of that that whole thing. It's how he gets his paycheck, which I know is very very obvious, and it seems kind of embarrassing to even say it out loud. Like, duh. But this is a grown ass man who is in the actual business of baseball that has still not figured it out. That to me is mind boggling. Well, yep, it's the logic of a thirteen year old. Just God. Just a beautiful story. It's so perfect in every Just, way. It really is. <sighs> it's it's so wonderful to to be able to so easily tear someone down. It is. It it does feel good, and he makes it so easy. He makes it yep. so easy for us. Uh, so that's that. Uh, I think that that is all that I've got on my agenda, boys. On the Chris Sale agenda. On the Chris mm-hmm. Sale agenda. Yeah, I can't think of um there's no Timberwolves stuff, there's no wild stuff. Um no golf stuff. I I do want to give a shout out to the Wild who were what about to have an we're about to have an arbitration hearing with Jordan Schrader and they put him on waivers the day before the hearing just because they could cuz they knew he'd go through again just to make a point to him that was like Jordan, you're you're not worth anything. We you should be happy. We want to sign you to a contract. And then like one day later, Schrader signed a contract. Like, Oh, uh, you, you made your point guys. Oh, nice. That's a, that's actually a pretty brilliant negotiating move. I, I, I really enjoyed that, that because it was just, it was such an, such an utter screw you move. Yeah. Oh, John, and, I, gotta, I gotta, Oh, keep going. Keep going. Then I got that. No, go ahead. That's, that's all. That's all I have on Jordan Trader. I just thought that was pretty hilarious. Um, do you have thoughts on Chelsea playing in Minneapolis on Wednesday? Ooh. Oh, I'm going. Are you going? You I'm not going. I can't make it. No, I've somehow my. Not only am I going, my 
my wife got so excited about going, she organized the whole thing. So nice. my folks are going, and some of her family's going. It's it's going to be a good time. You mean when Wednesday? Sh- this Wednesday? A shirtless man running around the field trying to, to hug John Terry. That's, of course, our friend Dana Wessel. <laughs> yeah, that'll be Dana. He'll have no Cops pants on, a Chelsea to... jersey, and a press pass. American yep. bandana, American flag bandana, of yep. course. Yep. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm definitely looking forward to the inevitable Dana Wessel Field invasion. Yeah, um, and there it's actual like real grass, right? They're putting in real grass yep. for the game. I'm so. looking forward to someone breaking their ankle on terrible grass over turf because every time they do this, mm-hmm. it turns terribly because you can't you they can't, can't just stick sod in and be like, oh, it's it's fine, everything's yeah. fine. It's there's seams. Never... There's seams everywhere, aren't there? Yeah. It, yeah. If you've ever put sod down on your own lawn, you know it doesn't mm-hmm. work right away there but they put it in like five days before the game and mm-hmm. they just pretend it's going to work and the the best it ever goes is it's not actively a problem the worst it goes is like the last time they had a game uh, one of these big exhibitions here when both of the teams before the game were like we're, we're not going to play on this this is ridiculous and then i don't know somebody paid him a million dollars a hush for money played but it's that's usually what happens is you get out on the field and it's like all right I can I can literally stick my whole arm down into the field here I don't <laughs> so what is it just better than the alternative it's just for some reason that's the only well, way uh, John and Clarence have had giant fights online about artificial turf versus natural grass for the soccer yeah and it's and John they, still gets well like, Clarence is in here so John why don't you give an official sportive point of view endorsement of turf versus grass. Without making any judgments on turf versus grass, they won't schedule these games on turf because the most soccer players do not want to play on turf. They want to play on natural grass. So basically, they're just doing the best they can. And yep. It's this is the only way in... that they could okay. have the game in the stadium was to promise to lay down an artificial grass field. So, uh, so we are sportive consensus. Grass is the way to go. Anyone who thinks turf is a moron. I think artificial turf is fine, especially the new stuff. People don't complain about it as much as what I'm what I hear from people, but I think part of it is you if somebody tears up their knee playing on turf, everybody'll scream about it. Ah, so. gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Uh Stu, I had a question for you. Yeah, we are uh, we are now into the sport of uh, recommends section. Uh, I know that you were at Up Down the arcade this weekend. Yeah, do you give that a sport of recommends? How was it? I do. Okay, it's fun. It's just it's it's just a giant arcade, but there's like fifty taps and um, a lot of stuff. There's just a lot going on. There's a whole bunch of classic video games. You got your skee-ball and your Jenga and your pinball and your Pac-Man and your whatnot. What about and, uh, Papa Shot? I did not see any Papa Shot there. Ooh, that's that's my jam right there. I'm not a skee-ball guy. That's one like bar game circus thing that I don't like at all. Skee-ball. They do have the giant Jenga. There's there's giant Jenga. There. I'll play that, and then uh, they got a beer list too. So that's they had a really good beer list. They had uh, uh, they had Modest, the new one that's in the the North Loop. They had a uh, they had the Tony Gwynn beer that we all liked at Town Hall. Oh, love the Tony there. Gwynn beer. My buddy was there too. They also had pseudo Sue. Did you know that? Yep. 
dinosaur beer. Yep, and they had uh, they had they had that. They had um uh, they had like six different surleys, including a cocoa bender, which is a severely underrated one, even though it's you know the dead of summer and hotter in hell. A sure. good cocoa bender still tastes good. I know it's pronounced cacao bender, but it's cocoa bender. For when you're on yeah, the sport of it's cocoa, cocoa bender. Yeah, gabagool, huh? Forget about a cocoa God, bender, yeah. huh? Uh, good. Well, that's uh, that's interesting. I want to I want to get there soon. I've heard I've heard very good things. Speaking of uh, speaking of Dana, we know that he's there. Yeah, every he's there right now. Day. No, he's probably at, he's at Chelsea's hotel. Seriously, he was at Chelsea's hotel yeah. at like seven thirty, staked <laughs> out in the lobby. Wow. This is why we love Dana because he's enthusiastic enough and just doesn't mm-hmm. care enough mm-hmm. that as a grown man he went to the Chelsea hotel just hoping to meet some Chelsea players. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. for him. Good for you, Dana. Yeah. We love you. He likes what he likes. Yeah. yeah, love you, buddy. Uh, good. Any other uh, music, movies, TV to recommend from either one of you? Stranger Things. Everybody watch Stranger Things. All right, I am three episodes deep. It's been uh, it's been pretty good so far. Really, yeah, so really. Episode well three is where it really starts to kick in, and there's the the plot mechanisms they've been setting up in the first two episodes mm-hmm. really start moving around. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped about so. it for sure. I I will check back in when I've got a full. Yeah. Uh, when I when I'm done with the entire thing, but uh, no, really, really yeah, good. That's one. We of could the definitely do like a good, you know, twenty thirty minute segment on that if you if you want. I'm ready for that. Yeah, we need to do more of like end of the show. We can anybody who hasn't seen it can press stop, and then we just get mm-hmm. we just go deep yep. dive on a on a TV show. Mm-hmm. I also but I'm yeah, not ready to do that yet, but you, I was. If you like, if you like Spielberg, like the Poltergeist and the ETs and the like, you know, Stephen King stuff from that era. I mean, that's that's just catnip. It's just it's right there. Yeah, I get a lot of ET. It's a it's a creepier yeah. ET for the first couple episodes. Yep. Uh, I'm not ready to do a deep dive on this, but I've been slowly catching up, and we'll we'll get going after after this. But um, I've been slowly catching up on the OJ documentary, that five part series on ESPN. It's like two hours a piece, so it's like eight hours programming total. It's crazy. Brand- Brandon, can you explain to me quickly? There was a, there's like a eight a five part documentary. Yep. There was also a TV show where David Schwimmer was in it. Yep. I think. Yep. And the, there was another thirty for thirty before this, right? I about the day that it happened. About it was a thirty for thirty, on. yeah, on like June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, because it was the OJ chase. It was uh, Seven, game seven of the Stanley Cup and game five of the NBA Finals or some bullshit. I think, it, I mean, I like think the U.S. Women's World Cup was going on too. I think. Yeah, so all those things were going on at once. And it was basically just like on a minute-by-minute minute breakdown of like, it was going to be a pretty good night for sports and it ended up becoming like one of the most incredible days in American history, I suppose you could say. So that was that one. The TV show on, I believe, FX was done by the guy who created Glee. So it yes. was um, campy is probably the, the best way to describe the, the, his, his version of the OJ show. Very dramatic and goofy. And uh, I mean, it was still intense and dramatic, but there was also like a lot of gratuitous, completely gratuitous shots of like the Kardashian kids like Kim and Chloe. Like they had nothing to do with the OJ thing except that their dad knew him and you know so like a very uh tenuous relationship with the whole thing but they were in it because that's sort of the type of show it was um the show that they were creating so that was kind of more of a less real uh dramatized version of the oj thing um i mean john travolta played uh 
one of the lawyers and he was just ridiculous as only John Travolta can be. Um, yeah. David Schwimmer played Robert Kardashian and he basically was just like grumpy Ross. Cause that's like the range David Schwimmer has, you know? Uh, Hey, Hey, Oh, oh <laughs> juice, juice. No rage. That was my, that was my David Schwimmer. What do you think? I've been working on it for a long time. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Finally, that imitation came in usefully. You practiced for hours and hours. I've been practicing since 2002. Ah, finally. Okay, and then this most recent one is the five-part series on ESPN, which was legitimate documentary footage that had never been seen by anybody before. It was a bunch of trial footage. It was a crime scene photo. Some of it was completely gory. Um, but it's five parts, so the first two parts were really about who OJ was as a person. Um, and I just wanted to point out so far, my favorite part of this, and I'm almost done with the whole thing is that OJ was one of these guys who was a, uh, maniacally competitive guy, obviously, um, through his career as a, as an athlete, but then he was retired and was still a very competitive person, but he wasn't as good at other sports as he was at football. So he learned to play golf and obviously you guys have played golf. It's fucking impossible, right? It's a really tough sport. Yeah. Uh, but he couldn't admit that he was bad at it. So he was just known in the country club as like the biggest cheater in the world. He'd be the guy that would like, he'd hit his ball into the woods and you'd walk up and he would somehow have like beaten you there and be like, Oh no, it's right here. Look, it must've kicked out and it's, it's completely safe. And I've got a perfectly good line, but one time white ball off the tee and it's an orange ball sitting in the fairway. (laughs) So no, it's, it's actually more ridiculous than that. There was one time when uh, they were looking through, you know, you hit it off into the right and they were looking for it. And, and finally, OJ was like, oh, I got it over here, guys. And they went over. And I swear to God, this is part of the documentary. The ball was on a tee. <laughs> and OJ made the point, like, maybe it rolled onto a tee somehow. Isn't that crazy? And all the other guys are like, what are you, fucking nuts? Are you serious? You're going to try to pretend that the ball rolled onto a tee in the rough halfway down? And he's like, yeah, it just half crazy, right? And they're like, yeah, we, you know, we didn't have the heart to uh, to tell them. But anyway, of that entire documentary, that to me was the most shocking scene. Just wanted to make that point. Um, okay, that's all the sportive shoutouts we have, right? I think so. Well, let's uh, let's get the hell out of here then. Call and, it good. Uh, good. Yeah, and we'll be back uh, hopefully weekly from now on until the retreat time. So. Uh, thanks for tuning yep. in. Go Until Twins. Go, yeah. yeah. Uh, go Twins. Go Vikings. That's it. Go to hell. Go to hell. Everybody. <laughs> Every last one, one of you. Please. Thanks for listening. Bye. Love you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.